Good morning, Tim. My third cup of coffee, and I say hello to you. <laughs> uh, first of all, give me the logistics. This news conference today. Uh, when and where and who's going to be there? So uh, at noon in Lawrenceville at uh, the Gwinnett Commission uh, building, uh, there will be an array of local elected officials from across the state, all of which have been in jurisdictions in which the locally preferred maps have not been passed by the legislature and signed by the governor. So that will include elected officials from Cobb, Gwinnett, athens Clark County, and Augusta-Richmond County, all places where we've said, you know, given our desire to have stability with the work we're doing and consistency for the electorate and offer a clean path forward, that path has been upended. All right. If there is to be, and I don't know if the determination has been made here, if there is to be a lawsuit filed, and let's state for the record here, neither of us are lawyers. We'll leave this to the lawyers. But my understanding is, or at least my, my sense would be, that if, if we're going to file a lawsuit and have any hopes of success, someone needs to have violated the law. Is there any sense here that anybody did? Uh, is anything done in a way that you would see as less than legal in this process? As I understand it, and again, I'm not a party to this lawsuit uh, because to file suit, you have to have what the courts call standing. You have to be an aggrieved party. Uh, I, I think that both in terms of procedure and in terms of attention to Section 2 of the 1965 Voting Rights Act, there are questions about whether the, the legal path has been followed. All right. Uh, a lot of people are suggesting, <clears throat> pardon me, that while commissioners, uh, in this case three of them, uh, Link and Denson and Edwards, would be, to use the word, inconvenienced, uh, some of the voters are not. Uh, what do you say to the fact that we're not about the business or shouldn't be about the business of protecting commissioners but protecting voters? Uh, I, I think that's exactly the right point, Tim, is that you should be looking at protecting the voters and in the map that now has been passed by the Republicans in the General Assembly and signed by the governor, two-thirds of the electorate is going to be shifted into a new district. So what this means is that an enormous number of voters in athens Clark County are going to go six years without voting for a county commissioner, and then a similar number are going to vote for a county commissioner two years in a row. What do you make of what you're hearing? We, we brought you in by listening to State Rep. Houston Gaines says, says some folks on the commission, and this is his word, are lying about what the map does. Uh, you hear Commissioner Melissa Link talking about a coup being carried out by Republicans in the local legislative delegation. I've watched you. I've known you over the years. You're not about that kind of rhetoric. Uh, what do you make when you hear it? What do you think when you hear it? Well, you and I have been in this game a long time, Tim, and we know that there's always some politicking and always some extreme language at play. And, and certainly, you know, some of my colleagues who, you know, from a sort of work-based perspective, I enjoy working with, use more fiery rhetoric than you usually hear come out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, but at its core is the question, do we want the public, do we want the voters, do we want the electorate? to be the ones to determine who is in office, or should there be strings pulled like a marionette master from the Gold Dome in Atlanta? And, and, and that's really what, what roils me, is the notion that you have much of the electorate who just four years ago selected who they wanted to be in office, and they're not giving the opportunity to determine whether they want continuity in those seats. 
Uh, Mayor Kelly Gertz with us again. This news conference at the Gwinnett Government Center in Lawrenceville noon today. Not only Athens, but but other communities, as you mentioned, Cobb County, Gwinnett County. We've been kind of watching that from afar. Similarly, Augusta. The, uh, arguments that are different, arguments that are the same, but all coming down to the same basic thing. A sufficient number of people, significant number of people in each of those communities uh, with some heartburn over their re- local redistricting. Uh, and watch this and see what happens today. I want to quickly touch on a couple of other things. Uh, one is COVID, and thankfully we watched the, the case counts decline. Uh, to the point of doing what? Uh, any further action? No, just in, in recent weeks you extended for another month uh, the local state, uh, local executive orders uh, dealing with the coronavirus emergency. Any sense of when we might take a different approach? Well, as always, what we want to see is a consistent trough in cases. So we have had a few great weeks in terms of decline. We want that to hold. Uh, already in that emergency order is a trigger for lifting enforcement of a mask mandate, and that's when we fall under 100 new cases over seven days per 100,000 in the population. And we are just about there, I'm glad to say. Similarly, I anticipate moving back into City Hall on the 15th of March for our meetings, uh, so, so the public has direct access to those meetings rather than online. Yeah, it's been kind of awkward for the last few. It's kind of an odd setup in that folks who want to interact with the commission march down to City Hall the same way they always do, only you folks aren't there. That, that you're saying, could change in a matter of weeks? That's right. That's right. And, and of course, what we have happening now is folks sort of in a distanced way, and we've got a monitor set up on the steps of City Hall so somebody can be outdoors where we just know it's a safer environment. And, and I'll say from a functionalities perspective, it is good to be in the same room as both the public and my colleagues where we can directly interact as everybody has experienced these last couple of years. Uh, nuance does not come across really well when you're looking at that Brady Bunch screen on the television. <laughs> Mayor Kelly Gertz with us. Uh, Speaking of commissioners, a a bit of controversy in that commissioners are seeking uh, to vote pay raises for people who hold those jobs. Uh, Your take on that and where do you think it might go? Uh, Certainly, it seems like there's a majority of commissioners who are supportive of that. Uh, My pitch to commissioners was to allow this to brew in committee so we could take a somewhat slower, more calculated approach to the question. Um, but uh, as is their uh, authority under the Charter of the Unified Government, uh, commissioners added the item to the agenda uh, a few weeks ago. So commissioners are going to be asking for a raise from effectively about $19,000 a year to about $28,000 a year. And this would be the first in, in several years. You would know, I would hope, because I don't, how many years. It's been a while, though. That's right. Yeah, 2001 was the last time that there was sort of a structural adjustment of commission pay. And so uh, that kicked up commission pay to a base of $15,000 a year with an automatic cost of living allowance that was the same as what state employees were getting. So that's that's how you get the current uh, 19000 Another couple of minutes with Athens Mayor Kelly Gertz. Uh, some reporting on the, the homeless encampment off North Avenue, or I'm sorry, off, off North Chase Street. Uh, a delay in getting that, uh, that operation up and running. What's the latest there? So uh, all, all the documents have been signed now. The biggest delay was really in getting the insurance uh, provisions uh, exactly right. Uh, as you can imagine, when you have a home or a vehicle, that's a pretty normal operation for an insurance agency. When you have a homeless encampment, that's slightly funkier critter. And so uh, it just took a little bit of time for the insurance agency to figure out exactly what coverage was needed. Uh, but that bridge has been crossed. And, and speaking of bridges, that really is how we're envisioning the structured homeless encampment as a bridge to 
both better case management of our homeless population, so getting people back to their homes and families, and also creating some of the affordable housing that we need in the community that when you look nationally at the homeless scene is a big driver of the homeless population, just an enormous increase in value. I'd, I'd steer a lot of folks to a piece that was in the Atlanta Journal yesterday uh, about the cost of housing in the North Metro arc, and, and we've faced the same challenge here, uh, which has meant a lot of folks just couldn't afford a traditional place to live. And finally, Mayor Kelly, let's let you go on this one. I'm sure this is a question you get a lot. Uh, the downtown streetscaping, specifically Clayton Street, uh, where's the finish line on that? Uh, it is coming fast, I am happy to say. I, uh, I stroll that block every day, Tim, willing it into its new <laughs> modern existence. And we are moving uh, block by block. So right now, concrete is being poured in the block between uh, College and Jackson Street. And then we'll be moving on to the final block. And so the anticipation is that we'll see it completed in May. And getting some trees in there. Absolutely. And and, and about half the trees are already up in mm-hmm. the blocks that we've completed. All right, Mayor Kelly Gers, we'll let you go. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thanks, Tim. Be safe.